You are listening to Social Media Decoded, a podcast dedicated to helping entrepreneurs and business owners simplify social media and thrive online. We provide actionable information that you can use and see results. I'm your host, Michelle Thames, and let's get started. Today's guest is Jelena. Jelena got her start in business at the age of 18 when her parents introduced her to network marketing. So having skipped college, her journey involves going through several businesses, including affiliate marketing, getting certified as a business coach, and launching her own services and digital products. Right now, Jelena serves female coaches and consultants through delivering an organic content marketing strategy that converts. Jelena has been recognized on stage as a top affiliate as well as speaking on stages in front of hundreds of people. Outside of business hours, you can find her in Sephora stores, in airports of different cities, or reading books. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Social Media Decoded. And today I am so excited because we have Jelena. And let me know if I said your name right. Please correct me if I'm wrong, Jelena. We have Jelena joining us today, and I am so excited for us to talk about repurposing content because this is such an issue that so many business owners face. And we're going to get all down into the nitty gritty of how you should be repurposing and how it can help you grow your business. So, Welcome, Jelena. I am so excited to have you on today's podcast. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Thank you, Michelle, for inviting me. So excited for this episode. Yes, I'm excited too. So can you give our listeners just a little bit more information about you, what you do? We would love to learn about who you are and what you do. Yeah, so I first got started in business through network marketing, thanks to my parents who introduced me. And then, you know, pretty quickly, I realized that my business is not going to grow without social media. So, you know, throughout the last couple of years, I've basically transitioned from just promoting somebody else's products to learning how to build an audience on social media. I mean, I started very early at the age of 18. So didn't know what I was doing. I only used Facebook to share memes and, you know, talk to my to my friends. Um, and it was also a transi- transition for me as I'm Russian, English is not my first language, so it was like a lot <laughs> for somebody, for like a teenager to dive in. Um, but yeah, in the last couple of years, I've built a pretty sustainable and like pretty decent sized audience um, and learned how to create content, how to repurpose content and how to really be effective on social media while growing organically and, you know, attracting clients organically as well. Yes. See, we talk all about organic. I mean, sometimes I do talk to guests and we are talking about paid, but we both specialize in organic marketing. And I do definitely, it's very interesting to learn that you've got into this at such a young age and that you are able to, like you said, you English is not your first language. So you really had to really understand the whole marketing um, aspect and how everything works on social media. So I'm definitely interested to get into today's discussion because a lot of young people use social media wrong too. And so that's very important if you are running a business it is a different way to use social media maybe than some young people that may using it may be using it it's a different um way to approach it when you have a business so i'm i'm so glad you said that so we are chatting all about how to repurpose marketing content for your small business so we, let's get into what is repurposing because i feel like a lot of business owners a lot of people don't necessarily understand 
what repurposing is. And I think a lot of business owners don't really understand how they can utilize it. So you can, can you explain briefly what repurposing is? Repurposing yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. So repurposing essentially is you taking one simple piece of content, whether that's a blog post, a video, a podcast, uh, like an, anything else, an image, and then pub- republishing it to multiple different platforms. But the key, I feel like with repurposing is not just, you know, automating it through Zapier and just saying, okay, let me just post this Instagram to Pinterest and there or to LinkedIn. You really have to tailor each piece of content to each audience because every platform is different. LinkedIn is very different than Twitter. On Twitter, you know, you can, you can cuss a little, you can, you know, you know, talk some, I don't know, like be yourself, I guess. And then LinkedIn is a very different platform, more professional. So essentially repurposing is one piece of content and then you know, basically giving it, how do I say that? Giving it more life and not having to come up with multiple different content pieces for every platform, because who's got the time to do that? No one, no business (laughs) owner has the time to think, to continue to think of coming up with things. And I love how you explain that, especially when you have a long form piece of content, like a YouTube video, a blog post, those things can be repurposed into quick tweets for your Twitter. They can be repurposed into articles for your LinkedIn. They can be repurposed into Instagram posts for your Instagram. You can even make it into a YouTube video. So please, I want to tell every business owner listening today that you do not have to reinvent the wheel and you can repurpose the content that you've already have that you already spent so much time developing and creating. So know that you can repurpose. And I'm sure no one has even seen the content. They're not even going to know that it's repurposed content. And if they send you an email or say something, it's something wrong with that person. Right. So definitely um, that was such a great introduction to repurposing and how businesses can really utilize it. But here's here's the thing that most business owners really want to know. They really want to know some, how does it help with return on investment? How does repurposing your content and how can it help with return on investment? That's ROI is a big word that's thrown around in marketing. Many people don't understand it. Many people think it's about the stock market, but how can businesses really, you know, look at their ROI when it comes to repurposing content? You know, I feel like it's, it also has to do, cause you know, there's a return that like we always have, we either put money into content, which is paid advertising, or, you know, we hire a team to do, you know, some things for us, or we invest our time. And I feel like if you're going to spend so much time creating new content for every platform, your return on investments is going to be very minimal. But if you take one piece of content and you strategically, you know, publish it to different platforms and you show up in front of more people because, you know, I like one of, like my coach recently said, she was like, your audience is really not just on one platform. They're on all platforms because she was like, how did y'all find me? You know, and we were like, well, I found you on Twitter. Somebody else said I found you through Facebook ads or somebody else said, you know, and we're all on different platforms. So you being able to show up in front of multiple people and not to mention, I like, you know, the term multi-touch marketing to where you're able to touch people on multiple different platforms because people are not really going to buy a high ticket, you know, product from your any product 
on just the first exposure, right? And especially, you know, for us, like social media managers and content strategists, you know, we work with people a lot of the times on a one-on-one basis or like on a group basis. So it is like a high touch support. So I know people aren't going to buy from me when they just see me They're like, oh, Jelena is so cool. Let me go, you know, spend $5,000 with her. That doesn't work like that. So I have to nurture my audience. A lot of the times they have to see me on, you know, on one platform and then they, you know, those super fans end up following you on multiple platforms. So I feel like you being able to show up in multiple platforms without stressing yourself out, because that's really the the thing with a lot of people. They and, you know, I used to be a hater of omnipresence. I was like, it's just too much to do. And I did like at the time when I didn't realize uh, the repurposing was a thing. And it's like, you know, coaches always say, you know, when you're just starting out, focus on one platform and do this. And I agree. But when you're not really starting out anymore, you can go beyond platforms and you can be strategic and your return is going to be way higher than just being on one platform. And then, you know, Instagram shutting down your account or doing something like that. (laughs) Yes. No, I love that because most people just think of social media return on investment is how many followers can I get? That is not just the only return on investment. You're absolutely right. When you as a business owner can get your time back from posting consistently to social media, from coming up with content ideas, copy, what are the hashtags? When should this even go out? Like you are getting your time back from having to do all that. So when you hire a social media professional, a content strategist, a brand strategist, a brand coach, whatever it is, you are getting your time back. But especially with social media, it's not all about how many followers are you going to get? You're getting that return on investment so that you can focus on other things in your business so that your social media can run well and can reach the right people because you've hired a professional to do that. So don't just think the return on investment is this professional is just going to get you 50,000 followers. Believe me, it's really hard to get a lot of followers on social media, on any platform. So return on investment looks different. And so I really love how you explain that because again, it's not all about the followers. So I want to also talk about some do's and don'ts when it comes to repurposing content, because we do see, you know, us as social media professionals, sometimes we just go, oh, you probably shouldn't have posted that. So what are some do's and don'ts that um, you want to share about repurposing content? You know, I'm going to start with some don'ts because I feel like, like I've already kind of mentioned that do not post the same piece of content in the same way, the copy pasted way onto all of them, because the language is slightly different. Like, especially, you know, like if you think about Facebook and LinkedIn, it's like on LinkedIn, you're probably not going to use a whole lot of emojis. So I always, I find myself using less on, in, on LinkedIn. I'm also not going to use, you know, 15 or 30 hashtags. It's usually three to five on Twitter. I rarely ever use hashtags. Um, I don't really feel like they've really contributed for my growth on Twitter at all. Um, so you really have to tailor each piece of content to, um, you know, like to make sure that it's native there and it's not just like a lazy way to repurposing. Cause there's definitely a lazy way, but lazy isn't really effective. So you want to make sure that you're effective and efficient with your time. And then the other thing that I will say as far as like the dues for repurposing, I find it personally for me to like start with a long form piece of content, preferably video. Um, you know, or even in like an audio, like I'm sure you're repurposing your podcast a lot. And, you know, when you're able, if whether, the, whether it's an audio or a video, and then you're able to take the text out of it, and then you're able to, you know, shrink the video and publish it on one platform. Cause we, you know, we have reels and YouTube shorts and like all these short form content that I feel like it got us. I was just talking to a friend of mine yesterday. And I was like, I feel like our content strategy has kind of gotten a little bit messed up because on TikTok, we post like two, three times a day. Then on reels, it's 
it's like one time, one real day on Instagram. And then we have YouTube shorts that we don't even know what we're doing there. <laughs> so it's like a lot, a lot of stuff to digest. Um, but then, you know, I've always started with long form content because it's like a beefed up content. Then I take the audio out of it. I can repurpose it to a podcast. I take the text out of it. I put it on my website. And then, you know, and then I start kind of like taking the pieces out of it and publishing to Twitter and Instagram and uh, Facebook. And, you know, you can use that same one piece of content multiple times a day and it's probably going to last you a whole month. Yeah, you, it can last you a whole month, a whole year, a whole century. So I definitely agree. Do not post the same exact thing on Facebook, on Twitter, especially does not work on Twitter. And I do see a lot of people doing this. And I'm like, well, that's that's from the later dot com app, because you definitely just press send on all of that. Like, it's not the same thing. Like on Twitter, it's small, right? It, you, you don't want to talk like a whole bunch. You want to do quick, straight quotes or one hitters that are going to really resonate with people. That's not going to be the same on Facebook. You want to have a longer type of conversation, right? You really want to get in front of your audience on Facebook and say, hey, this is who I am. This is what I do, right? You really have to develop that community. On com Facebook is big on community. So I'm, I'm so glad that you said that. So what are some creative ways that you have seen some businesses repurpose content? Because we think of just like the normal ways, but there's so many creative ways that you can repurpose content. So have you seen any businesses do anything on social media that you thought, Oh, that's really creative. They did that. You know, I really find it interesting because, um, you know, on Instagram, carousels right now are popping. Like if you're not posting carousels, like what are you doing with your life, right? Besides the Instagram reels. So what I found, because, you know, we're always trying to find ways how to be efficient and how to, you know, like create the content also faster. Like sometimes it takes a long time, but it doesn't have to be. So what I found, you know, it's very interesting when you can like take a YouTube video repurpose the whole script of the video on like a Twitter thread and then you go to your phone you take screenshots of like each piece of the thread then you pop it into Canva some people don't even pop it into Canva they just like go and repurpose that as a whole carousel on Instagram I think it's very different and you know the weird part is and I found it on a lot of my clients accounts and on mine as well every single time you try to spend so much time on a great carousel great design and it's like uh, does well and then you just take an ugly tweet you put it into instagram and it's like blows all the other posts that gets shared so i feel like with social media like the simplest the simpler the better especially lately if you keep it minimalistic um just the same thing with reels like there are times when i prepare i put makeup on i prepare all the outfits for these dang instagram reels and i spend an hour it gets like 100 views and then i spend three seconds and it gets me all the followers it gets me a lot of leads and i'm like dang like i really should not be spending a whole lot of time so um but yeah like i really find it interesting to repurpose threads into instagram posts and then um, and even like going back to your old content, this is what I've literally done pretty much the whole December and I'm still doing it this month because, I don't know, January sometimes is like a great month and some month, I feel like 2022 was like a, to a slow start <laughs> for like for me and like for some of my friends too. And I've just been going back, like scrolling all the way down through my Instagram and also going into your analytics uh, of like the last year and see what has gotten you the most likes, the most comments, the most shares, the most saves, like see what really resonated with people. Because sometimes, you know, you um like there are posts that didn't really get a whole lot of comments, but they got a lot of shares and they got a lot of saves, which is an indication that, okay, that 
must be a good piece of content. So I repurposed and they still do well, right? So you can even like tweak it, add some things to it. And you know, one thing people always told me, they're like, oh, but I've already posted this. I'm like, yeah, but last year you had 500 followers. This year you have 2000, which means 1500 people or even more haven't seen it. So I've never told, like, I've never had a single person tell me, Jelena, but you've already posted this. How dare you? <laughs> like, no one ever notices. So, yeah, like, I feel, I think looking at your analytics, also, if you have a YouTube channel, going through the analytics there and seeing what types of content or what type of, what types of videos are really standing out in terms of ranking, views, comments, that kind of stuff. So I feel like analytics are a really great place to start. See, this is why I have the experts on social media decoded. Because you guys, don't I always say everything that she has just said, I repeat religiously. Look at your analytics. Do not make it harder for yourself. What worked? And you're absolutely right about posting threads from Twitter to Instagram. It works. If you have a really popular thread that has worked, all you need to do is screenshot each of those pieces of con, each of those, right? And put it in, in the carousel because carousels are going to get shared. Then it has your name on it. Then it has your Twitter on it. So people will follow you then on Twitter. So let's not, again, recreate the wheel. If pieces of content did good last year, I reposted the same exact reel, the same exact reel I posted last year. I only added like a really, really small clip of uh, some new content. Then I re repurposed it on my Instagram. It did good. It reached probably like 5,000. I don't know, got 2,000 likes, whatever. But it was the same exact content. And just like you said, if they may not have seen it. So it's okay. It is okay. They may not have seen. I guarantee you that all the people who are following you on social media have not seen half the stuff that you have posted. So it's probably in your best interest, especially for Instagram, the way the algorithm works, for you to continuously repost content so that people do see you. I don't care if you repurpose uh, some copy. I've repurposed copy. Who's going to go back and scroll back two months from now and say, oh, Michelle, you posted that copy already. <laughs> no one's going to do that. Okay. So just know that. So I do want to ask, and this is the last question. This has been such a great episode. I want to know, what do you feel are some must know tips that business owners should know when it comes to repurposing? Maybe something can make their life easier, make them less stressed, but what are some must-know tips that you want to share with them? I feel like knowing what tools to use, because tools is really like everything we have as content creators, and, you know, just doing everything manually is not going to cut it. So, um, you know, so I'm going to share some tools that I've been using for, like, to ease my life with content. So, otter.ai, I've been using, it's O-T-T-E-R dot A-I. Um, I've been using it for um, transcribing my YouTube videos and then, like, taking the captions and tweaking it for my blog post. So, that's been great. Um, then for video editing on the phone, so when you're on the go and you just, you know, don't want to deal with iMovie or all these other complicated apps in shots. It's been great. Like I'm using it for my clients. It works awesome. Um, cause I mean, editing on Instagram reels is not always a great experience. <laughs> so, um, so that tool, then one of my favorites is Airtable. Just when you have like the whole, like Airtable or ClickUp, they both work great where you have the whole database of content. And, you know, the good thing about it is you don't have to scroll all the way down through your social media, which you can, like I said, go use your analytics. But on Airtable, like, if I'm ever stuck and I really need a content idea like yesterday, 
I go to Airtable, I go over to the content that's already published, and, you know, I'm able to categorize all of that. And I just look through ideas, and I'm like, okay, this one. And then I go create a reel, a YouTube video, anything. So just having that content bank, I feel like, is always a goldmine. So... And then also having templates. So, like, if you have templates for, like, Instagram posts, the carousels, um, you know, like, even Pinterest, if you're, you know, if you're into that kind of, <laughs> into that platform, um, you know, templates always make it easier. And Canva, of course. Like, I feel like that tool needs no introduction. We all are great lovers of Canva. And, yeah, like, one thing that I do for Canva personally is I like to organize things into folders so I don't have to, like, go and search for everything because... When you upload a lot of stuff, you have to like scroll and scroll. So just keeping yourself organized within the tools. And yeah, like those are really my go-tos. Yes. So many great go-tos, especially Canva. Like Canva is bae. I cannot (laughs) do anything without Canva. And Airtable too. I think so many people are asleep on Airtable. Me and my team use Airtable for my YouTube videos. We have everything organized. All of the, if I ever want to go back and look at a thumbnail or a description or a timestamp or whatever, or the copy description, everything is in there, right? And I use ClickUp too. I'm a ClickUp ambassador and I love ClickUp. ClickUp is my life. ClickUp has my whole life and business organized, right? So if you are looking for tools to help you with repurposing, just like she said, with Airtable, you can go back and look at everything. So there's no reason for you to say, I don't know what to post. It has everything physically there for you. So, so many great tips, so many great tools. And I will leave all the tools that sh- that Jelena has discussed down below in the show notes. So you have no reason then to not um, use these amazing tools to help you stay organized, to help you keep your content organized, and to help you have a less stressful relationship when it comes to social media. That's my whole purpose here on Social Media Decoded and all of my platforms is to help each and every one of you be less stressed when it comes with social media, find it less cumbersome, and that you can actually enjoy it to use and grow your business. I make everything easier for you. So, Jelena, this has been such an amazing episode. I want to thank you so much for coming on today. Would you let the audience know where they can find you, where they can find you on all these amazing platforms you're on? We met on Twitter, so we're over on Twitter. So let us know where we can find you and what you have going on. Yeah, so I mostly hang out on Twitter and Instagram. So I do have different usernames over there. So usually just find me by my name and you're going to find me. So it's it's a long name. So Michelle's probably going to leave it in the show notes. Uh, but on Twitter, it's J Ostrovska. Uh, and then on Instagram, it's my full name, Jelena Ostrovska. Yes, we are definitely going to leave all of your information in the show notes everywhere that you guys can find her. So stay tuned for that. Thank you so much, Jelena, for coming on today's episode and talking all about content and repurposing content. We have no reason in 2022 and beyond not to be number one, organized, number two, to be less stressed because we're going to repurpose our content and number three, not to enjoy social media. So thank you so much, Jelena. Um, This has been such a great episode and stay tuned for the next one. Thank you so much for being a listener of the Social Media Decoded Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I hope that you got some gems. If you got some gems, make sure to tag me on Instagram at Michelle L. Thames and share those gems with me. I cannot wait to talk to you all in the next one. Peace.